0: Simply Abundant Intuitive Hour. The Journey of Attachment, a special series that takes a deep dive into the topic of insecure attachment and why you can't let go. Here's Tracy Crossley. Hey there! All right, back for another episode of Journey of Attachment. Woohoo! And this one we had a bunch of working titles for. Which is basically, why can't I get this relationship to move past my phone, right? Why is this relationship stuck on my phone? Which is kind of difficult, isn't it? Yes. So to me, the technological age can be a positive and a negative depending on how you're using it. A lot of us don't use it, uh, I would say, to an emotionally open position when all we're doing is using that as our major mode of communication when we're dating okay right so it's become a crutch for people to hide behind it's a haven for people that are avoidance I know this one really well and it can make you really lazy socially can't it it's like you just get oh well just text me later right but That's different if, let's say, you're in a healthy relationship. In a healthy relationship, all modes of communication are open. You know, when I was dating my husband, we would text, we would talk on the phone, we would see each other face-to-face. There wasn't anything where I go, God, you know, we're texting too much or, oh, we're just talking on the phone too much and not seeing each other or anything like that, which is in total stark contrast to my past relationship you know, the the last several, I would say, where so much of it was on the phone. So anyways, right? You guys getting this? So that's just how it goes. And people that are open do use a mixture. They're not just stuck on, oh, wait a minute. I better just uh, hide behind the text. Although I don't think anybody says I'm hiding behind text messaging. It just so happens that they're too afraid to move from behind it, right? So... When you use technology to communicate in an unhealthy way, everything stays on the phone. Literally, everything stays on the phone. Maybe it stays in the app that you actually met them, you know, where let's say you're on Tinder or something and your communication is strictly through messaging there or on any of them where it's just messaging. So you don't even get to texting, right? So that to me feels very limited. Either there's no in-person contact Or this is the only way you communicate, you know, the good morning text messages. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And then you don't hear anything all day long and you never see this person. And then you say, okay, well, this is not really going anywhere. You got to look at your participation too, right? Okay. But it's a way of keeping things safe and at a distance, right? This is really, I mean, I think it's pretty prevalent and You probably have a lot of rules of engagement. Like I can't call first. Okay. I can't call first. Not must, you know, must not reply to a text right away. I've got to play these little games, even though you would never call them games. So again, it's like a way of keeping things safe and at a distance. And it's how avoidance like to communicate. If there's an unwillingness to meet in person, that's a sign of avoiding. And they don't know you well enough or you don't know them well enough to be avoiding anything. You don't know shit. Shit there's fear. That is what is causing the avoiding. So if you encounter this, you have to look at why that is acceptable either from you or the other person or both. In healthy relationships, things progress. In unhealthy, as in this kind of like, hey, let's have a phone relationship. I guess, you know, in the old days, it probably would have been pen pals, but a phone relationship, uh, that's not healthy. Things aren't progressing. There's a willingness to address problems versus someone who wants to keep everything on text or phone because it feels safer, right? That's the difference with the healthy versus the unhealthy. So I'll give you an example. You're on a dating app and the conversation either stays there or you move off the app to texting, like I was just saying. And you wonder if it's going anywhere because there's no plan to meet. Maybe you're waiting for them to ask, but you're not making a move either. You put the power in their hands. I hear this all the time. When it stays in text or basically on the phone, it's like this frustrating game of ping pong that isn't going anywhere. So you might get your hopes up at first and then you start to feel more disappointed, more heavy about it. You might even get angry as though someone's forcing you to communicate in this way. Nobody is, but you're doing this. So it can even happen after you go out with someone you meet and then everything goes back to texting or the phone. And then there's no plans to meet in the future. Or it's some kind of gray, yeah, we'll get together soon kind of thing. You're frustrated, things aren't moving forward, but all of that frustration is directed at the other person and you're not looking at how you show up. So it takes two to dance in this technology abyss and it takes two to be in a relationship. Surprise, surprise, right? So you always have a choice and you can say, hey, I like to get to know someone in person. Are you open to that? You could say that or hey, I love talking to you. I'd love to get together. That's not hard to do. And if you're a man or a woman and I don't care who you're dating, it matters that you can step forward and you can have courage. It's not that you're chasing anybody. You're basically saying, I'm enjoying this and I'd like to see you in person. Nothing wrong with that. You both have to be willing to step out from behind the screen. Okay? Call to action. If you want a relationship to progress, you have to look at where you're hiding behind technology and avoiding true connection. So I'm going to take a lovely little story out of the Tracy archives (laughs) of the lovely attached crappy ass relationship that I had that was on again and off again and I'm going to give him a name because someone suggested I give him a name so I'm going to give him the name of Henry. I don't know if I'll remember this when I talk about in the future but for this story we'll just call him Henry. So when I started dating Henry, he was very attentive, texting and calling and wanting to see me. Shock, right? Everybody has that. But they did this in the beginning. Anyways, then it lessened and most of our relationship was confined to the phone, either through texting or calls. Um, He would take weeks to see me and I allowed it until I would get so fucking frustrated. I'd be like, unless you're going to see me, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to talk on the phone. So I would put it on him. I wasn't taking any responsibility. And I didn't ask the tough questions. I'd be like, when are you going to see me? When are you going to see me? This is ridiculous. We haven't seen each other in three weeks. And he would say, oh, we will. And he'd be, isn't it nice having these conversations? Isn't it nice just talking like this? Like seriously, okay? And I felt empty and I felt weird, right? I felt like I was estranged from my own body. Like it was just this out of body experience. And I kept blaming him, but I kept saying yes to being there, obviously, which is where I made the choice and where I could just look in the mirror and be angry at myself. But of course, at the time I wasn't, I was still learning this stuff. So I got tired of it. And I'm like, I'm not your pen pal. There's no relationship here. And, and then, you know, I'd stop talking to him. Then he would start talking to me again. And then we'd fall right back into the same old shit. And I continued to stay because I was attached. Like every time he'd show back up, I'd be like, okay, maybe this time it'll be different. You know, I do what all of my uh, clients do who are anxiously attached. What is it that they do? They watch every little thing that the person they're attached to does, and then they go, oh, this time it's different. They're doing this now, they're doing that now. And ignoring the basic, is this person in a relationship with you? Has something changed in what they have said to you? Or are you in the same place? Have you even asked? And most people don't, they assume. Don't fucking assume, all right? Anyways, point is, I I really was there for a long time. And to me, it was better than nothing and I couldn't get out of it. And I felt so stuck because I felt so connected to this person, but I really wasn't connected to him as a human being. I was attached and I was attached to pretty much the lack of attention and the ease of being avoidant for me too, because I was totally avoidant. Even though I was anxious, I was totally avoidant. I could not have handled being close to somebody. It was better to have this fictional feeling of closeness because that was safer Because I was afraid of what could happen to me. And the other thing is, I thought our conversations were meaningful, but they weren't. I mean, that's, I will tell you this in hindsight, I thought it was mystical and magical and amazing. And the truth is, it was painful. And yeah, we could connect on talking about certain topics, but it wasn't like we were bonding on a deeper level. And I would have told you at the time, that's what I thought I was doing. So what's the happy ending? Well, I woke up one day and realized I was choosing to participate in this. And the relationship wasn't going to go anywhere. And I was actually okay walking away. And I was. And I, and I continued to. And the thing is, for me, it was really about coming to my own recognition of my own avoidance. And I, and I kind of knew it at times, you know, like over the years, I kind of had this feeling like this doesn't feel good. Tracy, why aren't you seeing this person? And why aren't you, why are you still sticking around? And I would get into the whole false hope thing. Well, maybe things can change. Maybe this will change. But the bottom line was, I really was afraid of having a relationship. So I didn't really want that to happen if I was really honest with myself. Although I would have told you at the time, I absolutely wanted that. I, I mean, I'm telling you, that's where I was at. So call to action again. If you want a relationship to progress, you have to look at where you're hiding behind technology and avoiding true connection. Why is this important? Healthy relationships require open communication. Confining your communication to technology is hiding. This happens on both sides. Pay attention to your engagement or lack of. There needs to be consistency in seeing someone for a relationship to progress, there just does. A consistency in communication and a consistency in seeing each other. You know, you have to be moving things forward. So I know what you're thinking, but I really love the profile and I enjoy our conversations. I'm frustrated this isn't going anywhere, but I'm hoping things will change. And that is delusional and things aren't going to change. Because let me tell you this, if things do change, okay, it's going to be when you have moved on. It's going to be when you are not sitting there and saying okay to this bullshit, All right. And you can love their profile, but there are plenty of other profiles and there are real conversations to be enjoyed. These aren't real because you are avoiding your emotions. And so is this other person, because the only way you can sustain a relationship like this is through avoiding. You cannot do this. If you are open, you're going to get bored. You're going to be like, what in the fuck am I doing here? Okay. Seriously. You're going to feel that way. So, here's the news it's not all their responsibility right communication is not all on one fucking person and a lot of times we're like well i'm gonna leave it to them no hi a healthy relationship takes two people any relationship takes two people and i always am curious as to why we think only one person has to take all the action that's why i'm saying if you like someone and you're talking to them say hey i'd love to see you what do you think want to get together That is easy to do. I don't, again, care if you're man or woman or whatever. It doesn't matter at all. It's like we have these stupid rules that people abide by. Oh, he has to do all the work. She's going to sit there. Whatever. Okay. And this isn't always men, you know, doing all the work and women and vice versa. It's just, it is what it is because I also work with gay couples and it doesn't matter. I, I you know what I'm telling you people this everybody listening this whole man and woman bullshit like yeah men and women are different but emotionally we are not I am telling you we are not because I do this work and I talk to people who are in all sorts of different relationships and guess what same issues so it's not one sex over the other where we like to blame the other sex nope sorry that argument does not fly okay anyways i don't want to get off on a tangent with that but you have to look at where you're unwilling to open up and step out of hiding and ask for what you want always just like i said ask the question or if you ask the question you say yeah you know it'd be great to get together what do you think and they're like yeah let's get together and then nobody makes a plan then you got to go do you want to get together because i want to go ahead and make plans how about you yes okay let's make the plans now great and then If it doesn't happen, you got to ask yourself, what am I doing here? And you can feel this anyways. You can feel that funkiness. All right. You can totally feel it. So you know it. And yet we'll ignore it because we have this false hope because scarcity is talking and there might not be another person out there somewhere inside of us. We believe that. It's not true, but that's how we might feel. Two tips. Number one. Do you really want a healthy relationship? If so, look at what you're afraid or holding back. Okay, look at, I'm sorry, where you're afraid or holding back. Look for your rules of engagement. I won't text until he or she texts me again. He or she should ask me out. Number two, take an emotional risk by openly communicating. If you want to meet in person, tell them. Say you are not looking for a pen pal. Not that you're calling them a pen pal, by the way, but when you say what you're looking for, I'm not looking to spend a lot of time texting. I'm really excited to get to meet you or, you know, whenever I'm talking to somebody, it's like I always want to meet because I think it's, so you know, it matters so much to me to be able to to see somebody and and connect, right? Yeah, and if it still goes nowhere, you have a choice. If this person's unwilling to give you what you want as far as meeting you, not giving you what you want in any other way. Okay, by the way, like this isn't you're entitled to something. This is if somebody's unwilling to meet and that's something that matters, which it should be if you want a healthy relationship, you can say, no, thank you and move on. You don't need to beat them up. You don't need to make this into something else. You get to move on. And they have proven that perhaps they're not ready or they're doing something else, but they've proven, hey, I don't want to see you. You know, that's all they've proven by the way. Not, oh, they're this or they're that. Nope, 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 nope. No judgments needed. It's this person and I are not on the same page. And that's really all it is. Because I hear people get really angry about this stuff. That's why I'm saying that. Like people get so upset. I can't believe I've been texting for a month and I haven't met him. Well, why are you doing that? What's the point? So the bottom line is you have got to pay attention to what it is that you're doing. Your actions matter. Your words matter. And if you are avoiding, you got to know your why. What am I doing? What am I avoiding? What am I afraid of? Okay, that's where you've got to go. Recap, when there's an unwillingness to see each other in person on either side, it's a means of hiding. And if you're hiding, look for the fear. What am I afraid of? Am I afraid of getting swallowed up by someone else? Am I afraid of really getting in a relationship? Does talking about a relationship sound better than being in one? And it takes two. So look at where you aren't making a move or asking for what you want. Again, do not put all the responsibility on the other person. So that call to action one more time. If you want a relationship to progress, you have to look at where you're hiding behind technology and avoiding true connection. You have a universal right. You have the right to hide behind technology and put up with other people who do the same. Or you can choose more for yourself and have your actions support that. Two related podcasts. One, all about avoidance. And two, transparent communication, a conversation with my hubs. Yep, that was a conversation with my man. All right. So thank you for listening, of course. If you have a question or a topic And I have gotten some, in fact, I got some really cool uh, topics lately that I am looking forward to recording. And uh, anyways, go ahead and email podcast at tracycrossley.com. If it's in the form of a question, I will be answering it on Facebook Live, which is every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, noon Eastern Time. And of course, I will announce once again, I have this online course that if you are really looking at taking this work to the next level. Because you're like, okay, I've listened to these podcasts. I really want to roll my sleeves up and I really want to get real with myself. Do my video course. It will kick your butt. Everything I do, I want to make sure it kicks your butt. My podcast kicks butt. So just imagine that amped up, right? Okay. And then if you really want to get amped up, you can get into the group coaching with me, which is going to really make some movement. Anytime you got accountability in the form of coaching, it's going to amplify everything you do. All right, guys. Everybody take care. I am glad that you joined me, and I will be talking to you next time. Bye-bye. Questions about today's show? Reach out to Tracy at info at And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating for the show so it can be heard by more people. For all things Tracy, check out tracycrossley.com.